0: Book 1 Of Leaves of Grass This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman Book 1 Inscriptions One's Self I Sing One's Self I Sing a simple separate person, yet utter the word democratic, the word en masse. Of physiology, from top to toe, I sing. Not physiognomy alone, nor brain alone, is worthy for the muse. I say the form complete is worthier far. The female equally with the male, I sing. Of life immense in passion, pulse and power, Cheerful for freest action formed under the laws divine, the modern man I sing, as I pondered in silence, as I pondered in silence, returning upon my poems, considering lingering long, a phantom arose before me with distrustful aspect, terrible in beauty, age, and power. The genius of poets of old lands, As to me directing like flame its eyes, With finger pointing to many immortal songs, And menacing voice, What singest thou? it said. Know'st thou not there is but one theme For ever-enduring bards? And that is the theme of war, the fortune of battles, The making of perfect soldiers. Be it so, then I answered, I too haughty shade, also sing war, and a longer and greater one than any waged in my book with varying fortune with flight, advance and retreat, victory deferred and wavering, yet methinks certain or as good as certain at the last, the field, the world, for life and death, for the body and for the eternal soul. Lo, I too am come, chanting the chant of battles, I, above all, promote brave soldiers. IN CABIN'D SHIPS AT SEA In cabin'd ships at sea, the boundless blue on every side expanding, With whistling winds and music of the waves, the large imperious waves, or some lone bark buoyed on the dense marine where joyous full of faith spreading white sails she cleaves the ether mid the sparkle and the foam of day or under many a star at night by sailors young and old haply will i a reminiscence of the land be read in full report at last here are our thoughts voyager's thoughts here not the land firm land alone appears may then by them be said the sky o'er arches here we feel the undulating deck beneath our feet we feel the long pulsation ebb and flow of endless motion the tones of unseen mystery the vague and vast suggestions of the briny world the liquid flowing syllables the perfume the faint creaking of the cordage the melancholy rhythm the boundless vista and the horizon far and dim are all here and this is ocean's poem then falter not o book fulfill your destiny you not a reminiscence of the land alone you too as a lone bark cleaving the ether purposed i know not whither yet ever full of faith consort to every ship that sails sail you bear forth to them folded my love dear mariners for you i folded here in every leaf speed on my book spread your white sails my little bark athwart the imperious waves chant on sail on bear o'er the boundless blue from me to every sea this song from mariners and all their ships. TO FOREIGN LANDS I heard that you asked for something To prove this puzzle the new world, And to define America, her athletic democracy. Therefore I sent you my poems, That you behold in them what you wanted. TO A HISTORIAN you who celebrate bygones who have explored the outward the surfaces of the races the life that has exhibited itself who have treated of man as the creature of politics aggregates rulers and priests i habitan of the alleghanies treating of him as he is in himself in his own rights, pressing the pulse of the life that has seldom exhibited itself The great pride of man in himself, Chanter of personality, Outlining what is yet to be, I project the history of the future. TO THEE, OLD CAUSE To thee, old cause, Thou peerless, passionate, good cause, Thou stern, remorseless, sweet idea, deathless throughout the ages races lands after a strange sad war great war for thee i think all war through time was really fought and ever will be really fought for thee these chants for thee the eternal march of thee a war o soldiers not for itself alone far far more stood silently waiting behind now to advance in this book. Thou orb of many orbs, Thou seething principle, Thou well-kept latent germ, Thou centre, Around the idea of thee the war revolving, With all its angry and vehement play of causes, With vast results to come for thrice a thousand years, These recitatives for thee my book and the war are one, Merged in its spirit, I and mine, As the contest hinged on thee, As a wheel on its axis turns, This book unwitting to itself, Around the idea of thee. idolence I met a seer passing the hues and objects of the world, the fields of art and learning, pleasure, sense, To glean eidolence. Put in thy chance, said he, No more the puzzling hour, nor day, Nor segments, parts, put in, Put first, before the rest, As light for all, and entrance-song of all, That of Idolons Ever the dim beginning, ever the growth, The rounding of the circle, Ever the summit, and the merge at last, To surely start again—idolence, Idolons, Ever the mutable, ever materials, changing, crumbling, recohering, Ever the ateliers, the factories divine, issuing idolons. Lo, I or you, or woman, man or state, known or unknown, we seeming solid wealth, strength, beauty build, But really build idolons. The ostent evanescent, the substance of an artist's mood, Or savant's studies long, Or warriors, martyrs, heroes' toils, To fashion his idolon. Of every human life, the units gathered, posted, not a thought, Emotion, deed, left out, the whole or large or small summed, added up, in its idolon. The old, old urge, based on the ancient pinnacles, low, newer, higher pinnacles, from science and the modern, still impelled, the old, old urge, idolons. The present, now and here. America's busy, teeming, intricate whirl, Of aggregate and segregate, for only thence releasing Today's idolons. These with the past, of vanished lands, Of all the reigns of kings across the sea, Old conquerors, old campaigns, old sailors' voyages, Joining idolons. Densities, growth, facades, strata of mountains soils rocks giant trees far-born far-dying living long to leave eidolon's everlasting Exalt, rapt ecstatic the visible but their womb of birth of orbic tendencies to shape and shape and shape the mighty earth eidolon all space all time the stars, the terrible perturbations of the sun, swelling, collapsing, ending, serving their longer, shorter use, filled with idolons only. The noiseless myriads, the infinite oceans where the rivers empty, the separate, countless, free identities, like eyesight, the true realities, idolons. Not this the world. Nor these the universes, they the universes, Purport and end, ever the permanent life of life, Idolons, Idolons Beyond thy lectures, learn professor, Beyond thy telescope or spectroscope, observer keen, Beyond all mathematics, beyond the doctor's surgery, Anatomy, beyond the chemist with his chemistry, the entities of entities, idolons. Unfixed yet fixed, ever shall be, ever have been, and are, sweeping the present to the infinite future, idolons, idolons, idolons. The prophet and the bard shall yet maintain themselves in higher stages yet, shall mediate to the modern to democracy. Interpret yet to them, God and Eidolons. And thee, my soul, Joys, ceaseless exercises, exaltations, Thy yearning amply fed at last, Prepared to meet, thy mates, Eidolons. Thy body permanent, The body lurking there within thy body, The only purport of the form thou art, The real I, myself, An image, an eidolon. Thy very songs, not in thy songs, No special strains to sing, none for itself, But from the whole resulting, Rising at last and floating, around full-orbed eidolon. FOR HIM I SING For him I sing, I raise the present on the past, as some perennial tree out of its roots the present on the past with time and space i him dilate and fuse the immortal laws to make himself by them the law unto himself when i read the book when i read the book a biography famous and is this then said i what the author calls a man's life. And so will some one, when I am dead and gone, write my life, as if any man really knew aught of my life. Why, even I myself, I often think, know little or nothing of my real life, only a few hints, a few diffused faint clues and indirections. I seek, for my own use, to trace out here, BEGINNING MY STUDIES Beginning my studies, the first step pleased me so much, the mere fact consciousness, these forms, the power of motion, the least insect or animal, the senses, eyesight, love, the first step, I say, awed me and pleased me so much. I have hardly gone and hardly wished to go any farther, but stop and loiter all the time to sing it in ecstatic songs. Beginners How they are provided for upon the earth, appearing at intervals! How dear and dreadful they are to the earth! How they inure to themselves as much as to any! What a paradox appears their age! How people respond to them! yet know them not, how there is something relentless in their fate all times, how all times mischoose the objects of their adulation and reward, and how the same inexorable price must still be paid for the same great purchase. TO THE STATES To the states, or any one of them, or any city of the states, Resist much, obey little, Once unquestioning obedience, Once fully enslaved, once fully enslaved, No nation, state, city of this earth Ever afterward resumes its liberty. On Journeys Through the States On journeys through the states we start, I through the world, urged by these songs, Sailing henceforth to every land, to every sea, we willing learners of all, teachers of all, and lovers of all, we have watched the seasons dispensing themselves and passing on, and have said, "Why should not a man or woman do as much as the seasons and diffuse as much? We dwell awhile in every city and town, we pass through Canada. The northeast, the vast valley of the Mississippi, and the southern states—we confer on equal terms with each of the states. We make trial of ourselves and invite men and women to hear. We say to ourselves: Remember, fear not, be candid, promulge the body and the soul, dwell a while and pass on, be copious, temperate, chaste magnetic, and what you effuse may then return as the seasons return, and may be just as much as the seasons. TO A CERTAIN cantatrice. Here, take this gift, I was reserving it for some hero, speaker, or general, one who should serve the good old cause, the great idea, the progress and freedom of the race some brave confronter of despots, some daring rebel. But I see that what I was reserving belongs to you just as much as to any. Me imperturb Me imperturb, standing at ease in nature, Master of all, or mistress of all, aplomb in the midst of irrational things, imbued as they passive receptive silent as day finding my occupation poverty notoriety foibles crimes less important than i thought me toward the mexican sea or in the Manhattan, or the tennessee or far north or inland a riverman, or a man of the woods or of any farm-life of these states or of the coast or the lakes of canada me wherever my life is lived oh to be self-balanced for contingencies to confront night storms hunger ridicule accidents rebuffs as the trees and animals do savantism thither as i look i see each result and glory retracing itself and nestling close always obligated Thither hours, months, years, thither trades, compacts, Establishments, even the most minute, Thither every-day life, speech, utensils, politics, persons, estates, Thither we also, I with my leaves and songs, trustful, admirant, As a father, to his father going, takes his children along with him, THE SHIP STARTING Lo, the unbounded sea, On its breast a ship starting, Spreading all sails, Carrying even her moon sails. The pennant is flying aloft as she speeds, She speeds so stately. Below, emulous waves press forward. They surround the ship With shining, curving motions and foam, I hear America singing. I hear America singing, the varied carols I hear. Those of mechanics, each one singing his as it should be, blithe and strong. The carpenter singing his as he measures his plank or beam. The mason singing his as he makes ready for work or leaves off work. The boatman singing what belongs to him in his boat. The deckhand singing on the steamboat deck, The shoemaker singing as he sits on his bench, The hatter singing as he stands, The woodcutter's song, the ploughboys on his way in the morning, Or at noon intermission, or at sundown, The delicious singing of the mother, or of the young wife at work, Or of the girl sewing or washing, Each singing what belongs to him or her, And to none else, the day what belongs to the day, At night the party of young fellows, robust, friendly, Singing with open mouths their strong melodious songs. What place is besieged? What place is besieged, and vainly tries to raise the siege? Lo, I send to that place a commander, Swift, brave, immortal, And with him horse and foot, And parks of artillery, And artillery men, the deadliest That ever fired gun. Still though the one I sing, Still though the one I sing, One yet of contradictions made, I dedicate to nationality, I leave in him revolt. O latent right of insurrection, O quenchless, indispensable fire! Shut not your doors Shut not your doors to me, proud libraries, For that which was lacking on all your well-filled shelves, yet needed most, I bring. Forth from the war emerging, a book I have made, The words of my book, nothing, the drift of it everything, A book separate, not linked with the rest, Nor felt by the intellect, But you, ye untold latencies, Will thrill to every page. Poets to come Poets to come, orators, singers, musicians to come. Not to-day is to justify me, And answer what I am for, but you a new brood native athletic continental greater than before known arouse for you must justify me i myself but write one or two indicative words for the future i but advance a moment only to wheel and hurry back in the darkness i am a man who sauntering along without fully stopping Turns a casual look upon you, and then averts his face, Leaving it to you, to prove and define it, Expecting the main things from you. TO YOU Stranger, if you, passing, meet me And desire to speak to me, why should you not speak to me? And why should I not speak to you? Thou reader Thou reader throbbest life and pride and love the same as I therefore for thee the following chance End of Book one Recording By Phone